Your news programme every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Refugee athletes will be allowed to compete at the 2016 Rio Olympic Games, according to IOC President Thomas Bach, announcing the move at the UN General Assembly, also unveiling plans for them to march in the opening ceremony with the other athletes and, and really to be inclusive of refugees after a period of time that has obviously brought this particular issue very much under a global spotlight. Claude Marshall, Refugee Sport Coordinator at UNHCR, joins us on the line from Switzerland. Good morning from Seoul. Good morning to you. Good, Thank you good so evening much. Uh, from Geneva. Yes, indeed. Thanks for joining us. Now, can you just first start by telling us how significant this move is? Because I know looking back in time, there have been athletes who have competed under the Olympic flag before for various reasons, including stateless athletes. But now we have a team of refugees for this summer. Well, it, uh, a team is, is perhaps a little bit optimistic. I hope we do have a team. Uh, what uh, we do expect is that there will be a good half-dozen refugees who have made it through their uh, Olympic sport trials, which they have to do in order to get a spot, uh, in order to, get, uh, to be able to compete at the top of the Olympic level. So we hope that at least a half-dozen a of them make it. There are three that look like uh, they're going to do that. They're located uh, in two in Europe and one in Brazil at the moment. And then there are 15 or so being trained in uh, long-distance running in Kenya by an ex-Olympic uh, champion. Tegla Laroupe is her name. And most of those refugees come from camps. So you've got two kinds, refugees in two different areas. You've got the ones who have been living in camps in uh, the ones in Kenya, and then you've also got the refugees that have been selected for resettlement uh, in first world countries, but who cannot yet compete for the country where they've been resettled. Right. But these are incredible athletes. Just to get to the Games would be an achievement given the uh, less than optimal training conditions absolutely, they've obviously been living under. Absolutely. That we've been working with the International Olympic Committee for the last 20 years. They have What they have done, in essence, in all these years is to help support uh, refugee youth in camps or in urban areas uh, with uh, sports, which has been my job to help that mm. happen. And uh, the way the world has turned these this last year or the last years, it has brought the refugee situation it really into a crisis. And uh, the president of the Olympic Committee, Thomas Bach, sees that and uh, took the opportunity to push for refugee inclusion in the games. And as you have said just before, uh, there have been young athletes who have come in under the Olympic flag 
started uh, with uh, ex-Yugoslavia, where the athlete really had no country to compete with mm. uh, or compete for. So he came in under the uh, IOC flag, the Olympic flag. And the same happened with two countries that were recently uh, developed into a nation. South Sudan is one. Uh, and, uh, the, for example, in London, uh, they came in, uh, the athletes came in under the Olympic flag because they had no uh, National Olympic Committee. So this is the first time we're going to have refugees coming in, I hope, in a significant number. Thank you for clarifying why this year is so significant. You know, Olympic Games have also been a platform for shedding light on human rights issues, you know, going all the way back to uh, the famous Olympics under Nazi rule, if you like. Um, right, but it's 1936. Indeed. So it seems like the stage is set for an even more glaring public spotlight on the refugee issue this summer. Well, I hope that is the case. Uh, needless to say, the world attention during the Olympics will be on the events and uh, that and a, a refugee can get a medal is almost hoping too much. I mean, because you have to remember that the Olympic athletes who participate in their 10,500 of them, for the most part, they have been focused on this August for the past four years and have been training. That has not been the opportunity for the refugees. What To help the refugees catch up a little bit, there is a group within the Olympics called Olympic Solidarity, mm. and they give out uh, scholarships, you might call it, or uh, financial support, and send a promising athlete to the proper training camp that Proper means it's in the correct distance from where they live, and uh, it's uh, needless to say it's in the athletic, uh, in the in the uh, type of athletics that they're into, whether it's running or pole vaulting or whatever. So or swimming, which is like one of the cases this year. We have swimmer. Uh, so I hope that uh, despite the fact that they couldn't train for four years, they will still. Uh, be uh, do a good enough job to get some attention and do something for themselves. Mm, indeed, I mean, and, and sometimes actually, performers who stand out not necessarily for elite performances attract even more attention. There was a very famous example going back to the 2000 Summer Olympics when Eric Malonga of Guinea. Uh, his swimming time was more than twice that of his competitors, uh, uh, but still. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think the Olympic Committee had some issues with that. Well, they may well have done, but it brought more attention probably than most Absolutely. of uh, his competitors. You're right, you're right. I, I tell you what, the attention that I hope we get, and there is one very important, there are two important audiences. A very important audiences are the thousands of children still in camps. Mm. I, I, I think 
we probably have something like 20 million youths in camps and urban refugees. 20 million. Now, if we can get some publicity, uh, or the IOC helps us get publicity, that shows that a refugee can compete in the Olympics, you're going to give a lot of young people who live in pretty desperate situations much hope. And that's one big audience for us. And it's a fantastic message. And then the other is the yep. world. Uh, we have a refugee crisis of enormous proportions. And you take the Olympics, which is probably one of the most publicized, uh, visible events in the world every four years, the Summer Olympics. Well, if we can call attention to the refugee situation, so much the better. Claude Marshall, thank you for your efforts. Thank you for sharing the significance of this with us. All right, you're very welcome. It was a pleasure to talk with you. Bye. The pleasure's ours. UNHCR Sport Coordinator for Refugees, Claude Marshall. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can email efmthismorning at gmail.com.